Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Before we begin this episode of The Boardroom, uh, just let you know, there is every chance we're going to be talking about... kind of storylines that involve possibly suicide, bit of self-harm, bit of depression, all of that serious stuff. So if you don't want to listen to that, if it's triggering for you, then don't listen to this episode. And obviously you can go to samaritans.org or just call 116123 for free. Welcome to uh, previously on Succession, the boardroom episode eight. I've got to confess, like I normally start with some semblance of like structure. I've got like pithy names for Chris and Grace. I have to say, after watching that, I've not even—I don't even know where to begin. I've not planned anything. All I know is that um, that Chris is, is making his children test his food. How are you, Chris? I'm good. I'm good. I'm <laughs> fizzing away over here like a bottle of cheap prosecco. Lovely. And uh, and Grace Dent, as ever, is um, is just wondering how to turn down another marriage proposal. I'm a million years old, but I'm still up for seeing an occasional dick pic. Oh, there we go. Welcome, welcome the pair of you. Um, <laughs> goodness gracious me. Let's address the elephant in the room. I squealed, I screamed, I yelped out loud. All of a sudden, succession was being run at 33 and a third RPM and it was a car crash in slow motion. That for me was as was a bigger shock. The 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 Roman Logan sexting was a bigger shock to me than when Kendall turned on Logan at the end of episode uh, season two. It was phenomenal. What, uh, where do we, where do we begin? As a, just as a piece of Jamie, like Jamie, I love the fact that you just keep saying what, where, where, what, <laughs> what, <laughs> because that's how we all feel right now, don't we? We're, I'm a bit lost. We have to suspend a bit of disbelief because there is no way that that quality picture was taken on an iPhone 13 Pro Max. It would have had a lot more definition, a lot more clarity. And I, I would imagine the bulbous nature of, uh, of Roman's uh, bellend would have been quite a, quite a deep purple uh, on, 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 with such a good phone. I think we all know now that Roman's penis is as angry as he is. He is <laughs> almost all the time. His it is one of them looks ones, a isn't lot it? like yeah. him. <laughs> we have been discussing this already, haven't we? On we the, have uh, the pod WhatsApp, WhatsApp group. group. The and only thing I would say now, I haven't watched. I only watched the episode once. Mm. Uh, and Same. Yeah. I my recollection though is the dick pic was taken from not from Roman's point of view. It was from the other way around. I thought it was taken. Uh, like, what, what do you call a selfie if it's of a penis? A pic? I don't know. But he kind, he'd, uh, yeah, he'd held the camera out, and it was kind of spilling out of his pants, wasn't it? Calvin's as well. I'm saving myself till marriage, but what I understand is most people take <laughs> it from the phone is between them and the penis, and oh, this I one see. was. I guess it depends how long your arms are, doesn't it? And Roman is not. A, if Roman had Skarsgård arms, fine. <laughs> But he doesn't. And I, anyway, before we I get out to Skarsgård, yeah. I tweeted something this afternoon, which was where do TV shows get dick pics from? Yes. 
No one has responded. I actually DM'd someone who works on Succession to ask them, and he didn't know. Um. And <laughs> if anyone does know, let me know because how do you how do you get an image like that for? It must have been a stunt dick. It must have been a stunt dick. You know something. Can I just say, although we have all laughed about this dick pic, and it is, it's funny and it's ridiculous, and it's an amazing plot point, I still absolutely love that this was the first time I've ever really seen the mentality behind sending unsolicited dick pics actually properly discussed in a drama. Mm -hmm. And although it kind of was a laugh, when he had to sit down with his father, that's the question. Logan was asking the questions that, you know, women, and I'm sure men too, ask as well. Like, why do you do this? Why? No, no. And I don't want the funny answer. Why do you do it? And if you think about it, he had been specifically told, Roman had been specifically told, stop sending me these. So, you know, this, this dick pic, it it was, it was unsolicited. It was without consent. And it it was a symbol of how Roman has kind of gone to a bad place. He's not funny Roman now, is he? I mean, and I love Roman. He is my, he has been my favorite person through all the series. And if he was my friend and I'd stuck with him this far, I'd be distancing myself now because there's a (laughs) nasty side, isn't there? And, and, and I thought the dick pic, Although it was a, a comedy device, it was a chance for the writers to say, yeah. you know, that the, he's not right in the head now. And, and you know, yeah. and the fact that and the fact that when uh, when it was discovered, him just, uh, you know, his reactions to it and trying to oh. kind of. Oh, <laughs> his face. Uh, I mean, it was it was incredible acting from Kieran. I think he needs an, an Emmy just was, for that. Beautiful, you know, because that, we've all done that face. Oh, Obviously, God. not from sending a, a, a mistaken dick pic, but it's how do I unsend this email face? That's what it is. It's- but you know the the judder that it gives you that to be able to that you know when you send an email, you suddenly realise you've replied all, <laughs> and you and maybe you haven't, but in those what it's it, what do you think is not point two of a second, yeah. and it gives you like almost like an electric shock to the yeah, heart. Yeah, 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 and yeah. I don't know how Roman did that you know i mean the actor sorry what's he called karen Karen. i don't know how karen produced that because we i mean we've been sending each other pictures all day haven't we of like things that we've seen on online and i sent that picture that freeze frame of Mm -hmm. his face it's like almost like his complexion changed yeah it's the face he articulated the face of a man's scrotum disappearing inside (laughs) his own body and i think also like it, it played out it felt like it was happening in slow motion, like a car crash, because yes. we we saw that he sent his dad the you know his dad Logan texted him, he accidentally sent the dick pic thinking he was texting Jerry, and then we heard the phone go off <laughs> off camera out yeah. of shot, and then you look and he's looking and Jerry's phone hasn't gone off and he's trying to yeah. figure out. And the thing is, if he'd sent that to almost anyone else in that room, he could have got away with it because Roman's yeah, yeah. been Roman, like he just is him, and it's everyone else's problem. But he well, he's not accountable to anyone else apart from his no. dad. And I'm really interested, like, I mean, is this going to be his undoing? Like, I, I, Logan I th- seemed disturbed th- on, like, a, on level a whole level. I haven't just- really seen I've never heard him shout yes. that loudly before. But wasn't um, this just so symbolic of exactly where we are with Roman? We, have, yeah. we forgive, we forgive, we forgive, whatever he does. And then just on these last two episodes, Shiv has been saying, why do you keep making jokes about having sex with me? It's not okay. Mm, don't, yeah. I don't, I don't find it funny. Yeah. And it is the jokes that's gone on a bit too far. Yeah. And then with the dick pic, you could see people going, Oh, well, it's just him, isn't it? It's, it's, it's just him. That's his personality. Mm. It's just, and then they're all struggling going, but actually, if you think about it, mm. it's not, it's not okay. No. Um, I thought, I, if you wanted to inject one of the feelings straight into my veins for the next week, it was seeing Jerry go from uh, normal Jerry, who has been quite affable of late, to just getting her head on that she knew exactly what Shiv was doing. From the yeah. moment mm-hmm. Shiv got her in that uh, yeah. the corridor and she just said, uh, she said, have you, have you had these pictures before? And, J- and she looked her straight in the eye and said, I do not recall. And I was like, oh, go on, Jerry. You can't fire me for this, you know. Let's take a step back. Yes. So, because yes. what is a, 
a hilarious kind of like, you know, Phil and Sharon in the Vic hearing their affair being played out, played out over the PA kind of shock moment. Mm. Actually, the, they've used this device, this kind of like almost comic device as, as, a, as probably the kind of plot twist of, of the season. Um, because it's done a number of things. It's spelled the end of Jerry as CEO, almost certainly. Um, it has possibly saved Shiv from the brink of everything that she's been going through for the past four or five episodes. It's thrown Logan into complete disarray in terms of who he was favouring because Shiv was out. Then all of a sudden she was pinky again. Uh, and it could have maybe possibly even potentially salvaged, offered something to Kendall should he, should he want it. Because now Logan is without or can't possibly kind of back the only guy that who was, who was supposed to have brought Skarsgård on side. And even that looks absolutely sure. That was the bit that I didn't really understand so much, which I guess we'll, we'll kind of delve into, but on that plot point, where, where does it where does it leave things? Where does it leave Logan? The thing is, sometimes week to week, you kind of get something comes along and you're like, oh my God, this is going to change everything. And the show is so good at just going, actually, no. See, yeah. for example, the FBI raiding Waystar or Tom going to jail. This could go one of two ways. It could be the end of the line for Jerry. The end of the line of the Jerry-Roman alliance could see the end of Roman standing at the company. But I could also see Shiv blowing this as well. Because she's not as smart as Jerry and Jerry's been by Logan's side for decades. And I kind of don't know if she's going to get chucked out, but so I'm not sure, but I do think Shiv, I thought it was amazing how she really got um, Jerry on the spot and was like, look, we can't have, if you can't even sort out sexual harassment at your level, you shouldn't be in charge. Like she went for the jugular in this episode, Shiv yeah. just went for it. And I respected that, but also there's an element of me that's like, you can't outplay Jerry. I mean, no. so I'd be really intrigued whether this is going to be a sort of pivotal moment. Um, Cause I don't know who's going to come out of it. Worse but presumably off. Logan had booted her out. That was why she was, she was off. Was that, or was she going back into the meeting? I thought I thought she was going back out. I didn't get the impression. Uh, okay, um, I thought that she'd just been. That was it. Get you started. You know, I sure. I am amazed with with that you two are thinking that Jerry is even shakeable on this because I think that Jerry knows where all the bodies are buried. Yeah, and she is incredibly useful, and there is no way that they can kick Jerry out of the company for being sexually harassed and that's yeah. how she could present it by one of the youngest siblings would um roman have any proof that there was any reciprocation of of it i don't think he would 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 he she, she has she has been really smart she has all those conversations with him in person yes haven't we seen all along her setting out boundaries yeah yeah the whole i don't think they've been. had sex no, no no they haven't i mean it's, it's, this has come from one kind of half-assed kind of phone sex thing and Roman locking himself in her toilet. Yeah. At the uh, at last season when they went to that sort of um, that retreat tech startup. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that sort of thing in the, the but again, that was him. That was him to, you know, she could, and, and their whole game was that it was this who me kind of like you mm. dirty bastard kind of thing. That was the whole kink. And mm. she can now just turn around and just go, no, I wasn't playing. Your grace is right though, because if she did get booted out, she suddenly, she, she said in this episode, you've been sending me messages like daily or whatever. Yeah. She has, she could just leak those. Like she's too powerful. Grace made a really good point, which is, or sorry, she Jamie does. made a good point. Oh, me? Yes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> delete as appropriate. This might be how Ken gets back in. Yeah. Because I do think, and I know we're sort of going all over this week because our brains are completely fried by that episode, but I see Ken coming back in the fold and yeah. and coming back in. And I wonder if it's just had to get to this like extreme, extreme point for him to come back. Before we come on to Kendall, because that's like, that's the other big thing that we mm. need to talk about. Let's just talk about, can we, let's pick up a couple 
there are three other kind of like funny-ish kind of like lighter moments, even though they're all grim and dark. They were the light relief. Um, Connor and the the marriage proposal, which was a beautiful, oh. <laughs> beautiful moment. So correct me if I'm wrong, and this is just for any listeners that, that didn't pick up on either. So there was a piece being done on Connor and his kind of like political campaigns, which sounds like he knew it was a hatchet job, but he was trying to dress it up where they basically cottoned onto the fact that, that she was, they met because when she was an escort, um, yeah. which means yeah. that they'll probably be able to tie him back to the fact that she was, <laughs> she ended up uh, giving Tom his own semen. Um, no, hang on. That's, that wasn't her. Was that not her? No, that was, uh, was that Tabitha. Tabitha who was, oh, sorry, who that was, was Romans. Was, yes. Sorry, yes, you're right. Sorry, but yeah, yeah, like Willa definitely. Willa definitely in was. a time before yeah. we all knew this family, he had her as an escort and then became attached, that and then it. immediately started bringing her to things, didn't he? Yeah, that was it. And we've right. been kind of if if everything else hadn't been going on, because there's so many other storylines, this would have been an amazing major storyline because but there's just the, we're so rich with storylines that yeah. we've kind of been sitting waiting for somebody to you know to, to find to, that to, out to, yeah but i mean people surely knew but it's the fact that he now wants to be president but then this is a lovely kind of uh reflection of people like trump isn't it because i'm not saying that his wife was an escort but I, it's I interesting you know where yeah. did where did these ladies come from yeah um, but but yeah. it was also you know Connor's state of mind was I know what will solve this <laughs> marry her you know that was yeah. like that'll make the story go More away <laughs> it's just like also yeah. and she did say in this she Willa said what if we had a relationship where I live in New York and yes. and it's and <laughs> yeah which is basically yes. yeah I mean they were outlining you know Trump and what's the faces I can't remember Melania name, Melania's Melania's it, relationship I love where uh, Willa's went this series because yeah. she is she is subtly brilliant i love the fact that she's rising to this occasion of being a possible first lady yeah. and even though she clearly is in one of those relationships where she literally cringes when he touches her when yeah, he touches yeah. the small of her back she hates it you yeah, know doesn't yeah. she does she not twitches. want to be there but yeah. how would you give up that lifestyle how would you yeah i loved it when they turned up in it was tuscany wasn't it was it tuscany yeah. Cortana, walk- where I, I holidayed in that same village like three years ago. It's amazing. When they walk into the house and, and Willa's going, oh, Italy. Oh my gosh. The house is so pretty yeah. and it's always so lovely. And there's all these people bringing their cases and, and he, Connor's just on his phone, isn't he? Because to, to him, this is, he might as well be a Utterly haven. Bored, oh, he's on the haven holiday, isn't he? And he's just <laughs> looking at his phone. Go, uh, because this is nothing to these yeah. people. But I, was, I, I thought at that moment, how would she give this up? There was a Connor and Willa and then Tom and Shiv. Um, oh, similar kind of like, you know, two couples both... On, on the cusp of just disintegrating. But Shiv and Tom, I can't work it out. I cannot work out what is going on or what's going to happen. You know, for her, she she obviously got like pumped full of adrenaline and kind of like caught up in the moment. She's like, yeah, let's have a baby. And then... Yeah, let's have a baby. And, Maybe and in 10 years' real time. Glimpse, yeah, it was a real <laughs> glimpse into kind of, uh, into, into richness, into rich people's way of thinking. Because mm-hmm. to her, I think she actually meant let's make a baby now. And then yes. immediately started saying, oh, shit, how the hell do I get out of this? And then it was yes. freezing embryos and then it was 10 years time. And, and Tom was just like, what the fuck are you talking about? You, um, I thought it was a clever device because they always say that before you marry somebody, you know, the, the questions like, where would you ideally like to live? And how, how do you feel about babies? And the other ones, you know, how do you feel about religion? Those, they're the big questions you really have to ask because it yeah. just explodes so much stuff that's going to, you yeah. know, everything. So that, you know, the, the question about the babies, it kept simmering through, didn't it? Because there was even the bit where, well, if we freeze the egg and I die, would you have my baby or would you want me to have? And you could see her just and thinking, to, yeah. no, to be quite honest, if you were hit by a car tomorrow, it would be a massive relief. <laughs> do me a favour. Because I could, re- I could grieve for a little bit. It would be a miracle that she wasn't could... driving. Yeah. 
So his shiv's like, if you were hit by a car tomorrow, I'd be on hinge by the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Super liking people. I think though the 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 urgency to get the baby was because her mum rattled her so brilliantly. And we spend a lot of the time talking about how all the kids their relationship with Logan and of course their mum Caroline like we don't get to see that much and she really rattled Shiv by being like you and me babe like we just weren't we weren't supposed to be mothers and she's like well I'll show you <laughs> you know that that scene with them both sitting on that sofa if that had just gone on for an hour it would have been an Emmy winning you know, exploration of mothers and daughters, because, you know, I mean, I, I mean, I absolutely adored my mother and I'm sure there's tons of people, tons of women listening to this who adore their mothers, but that is a very, that they're the kind of conversations you have where suddenly your mother will turn around and say, well, you were a piece of work when you were a child or, yeah. you know, or, uh, you know, oh, I, sh- I should never have had you really. Caroline is a thoroughly horrible person. Yeah. She has not, got a redeeming aspect about her apart from the fact that she is clearly uh she you know she's charismatic you can't take your eyes off her she's moneyed and she's clearly hung around with a set where uh, she's been the queen bee yeah but aside from that she is thoroughly horrible and i love this new man that's come along who she just slags him off anyway. She she sees him as a horrible social climber who... So why why is she marrying him? I couldn't work that out. She kept like, you know, he had no redeeming features. She hated him. He had no money. He's, He's got, fun he, though. Isn't he fun? Look at him sparkling away a like a cheap hat. bottle of Prosecco. <laughs> and he's just... I think, uh, I think the interesting thing is she looks down on him. She's better than him. And in the Roy family, she was the one that didn't have any status. And the thing I took from that whole thing was she's checked out of the power plays, the business dealings. She just wants to like have a slightly whimsical life. And I sort Mm. of can't blame her. And I kind of thought that was really interesting that she isn't trying to impress everyone with this guy. Like she's not like his smoked salmon business went down the can (laughs) (laughs) and his, he actually lost his flat in Pimlico. And by all accounts, like the, the metrics that the Roy's use, like he's a total failure. But she seems not I, um, happy, but certainly not miserable with him. I read a good fan theory today that said that uh, he's actually uh, Kendall's dad. Oh, my God. Because oh my God. do you remember that what, when... 43 years he's been sniffing around. He goes, 40, he goes something like, 40 years he's been sniffing around. And then it was, oh, it's his 40th birthday. And oh then she said, um, and he went, how many kids has he got? And he said... Oh, he's got, she goes, oh, he's got four kids. And she and Caroline went, he's got more than that, darling. Oh my God. And somebody said, someone said today that we're like, they're laying the eggs, but Logan's going to say, it's not even my kid. Oh my God. I love that. (laughs) I love that. That would be an amazing season finale. Holy I, shit, that's a great thing. Yeah. More and more like Dallas, isn't it? As it yeah. goes on. <laughs> and, we, and we're lapping it up. Um, but that line, that that line when uh, she came out and she saw Kendall for the first time, you know, and she went, oh, have you been at the front? Oh, you look tired. And then yeah. just hit him with, well, there's a there's a huge itinerary um, and we're going to divide it up because your uh, your father's going to be here and doesn't want to see you. Well, that, fair enough, that was, that was bad enough. But then she said that this, idiot that she's marrying oh he just wants all the important people at his wedding and it was the idea that she completely accepted this grotesque man's hollow solar um you know social climbing and i'm gonna say swear word star fucking (laughs) apart from you know rather than try and honor a, a son to me i just thought that and it's really strange that has stuck with me all day i've been walking around after watching this episode and i keep thinking how would you how would you do that to your son at your wedding? Didn't you walk up and ask for a cash for honour or something? Yeah, he basically wanted an introduction to, to government, didn't he? To UK government. Yeah, some parliamentary people. Because he runs these old folks' homes. that are- right. He wants me to get the dipshits in Downing Street to make him Lord fucking seat sniffer pantyhose. <laughs> <laughs> also, just want to quickly comment on, that is the most, like, exclusive and non-exclusive wedding guest list I've ever seen. Kendall's not allowed to go to the ceremony, but his publicist is there. Jerry's there, who's like Logan's colleague. Also Jerry's 
husband or boyfriend Laurie is now there. Like, yes, who oh. designed this guest list and why wasn't I invited? Because everyone else seems to have gone. Sorry, something's just, I think we've answered our own question. Why is she marrying him? Why is she marrying this guy? And then Logan keeps saying he's a pantyhose seat sniffer. So there's clearly some story that's followed this guy around that he's a sexual deviant. Maybe he's Roman's dad. That would be amazing. I'd love a paternity plotline. Jamie, too much. Don't. I need to sleep tonight. Should we talk about the untalkable? Let's talk about the darkness of, of, of yeah. the episode because it was, it was horrifically dark. First of all, the kind of showdown meeting between Kendall and Logan, which was tense enough as it as it as it was, but then mm. you know they really just lent into the whole Godfather esque element of it and it turned into like it reminded me of the scene like with Christoph Waltz at the beginning of Inglorious Bastards in the in the mm. kind of like where the 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 ref, the 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 Jews are underneath the floorboards. The the yes. bit where um Yeah you know you thought it was yeah. a gag at first. The point yeah. you know, they're, they're staring at this at the salad and like Kendall did that that mozzarella salad and Kendall did the joke about I'll take that one. Almost I think he just did that as a kind of like piss take, right? Mm. But then Logan there was not only did Logan, not only did Logan genuinely think that Kendall might try to off him via mozzarella, he decided the best way of doing that was to make Kendall's son eat it in front of Kendall. Logan hates Kendall now, like genuinely doesn't seem to at that point just hated him doesn't care about his kids he like showed that he doesn't even care about his own grandkids enough to in, enough to, to try that that food himself mm. completely threw back Kendall's last kind of like chance saloon of just like please please just just kill me was what he was Don't saying you think Logan enjoys the hate though because this is what Caroline I do keep saying Caroline it is Caroline isn't it his first wife yeah well, Caroline is I, his second Car- wife because Connor's mum would be the first one. Uh, okay. Thank yeah. you, Chris. What I'm Caroline? Jeremy Kyle of succession over I here. Know, <laughs> I know you are. What What Caroline said was that they couldn't have even had a dog because what she what he enjoys doing is kicking things to see how much he can kick them until they come back. Mm. They still come back, and mm. I just thought when we watched that really tense conversation between the two of them, they. He was just he he was just enjoying the anger, Logan. Didn't he say he said something about, well, maybe I'll want you near. <laughs> Kendall is saying, just let me go. I'll I'll take the money, you'll never see me again. And Logan's saying, No, I want to put you in the post room. Yeah, maybe you're gonna be the one that runs it. And he was almost still throwing out that thing. I thought last week that the offer to buy Kendall out, you know, cash off, cash in and fuck off, I think he said. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was genuine. And actually now I think Logan hates his son, but he wants his son near, as Jamie Mm. said. And I think like the idea of walking away, the idea of not being part of this is unthinkable to Logan. And I think he'll put all of his children and his grandchildren through hell. But like, I think he still wants them there. And I think um, I got the impression that, yeah, Logan was like, look, you, we will get you back in the company and do something, even if you're, what did he say? Even if you're posting. Even if you're in the mail. Yeah. And that's interesting to me because that's like, that's how the mafia think, which is that you're always going to be in this. You're never leaving. And I thought Kendall played it so badly though, you know, to sit down, he started off well by, you know, he was much reduced and wobbly lipped and just broken. And he said the things that his father would want to hear. He said, you've won. I'll take the money. You'll never see me again. You've won. And it started off well. And then it turned into, because you're evil. I thought, no, Mm. don't, just just leave it. If you want the two billion, just say, I made a massive mistake. And that's the thing though, is that like, the thing I still can't get my head around is that Kendall thinks his awakening, which is in the, in the timeline of the show has been about three months ago. Maybe he thinks he's so virtuous by being like, I'm a revolutionary, you're evil. And Logan is correct to say, you've been here the whole time. Yes. And you know what goes on. Like You were aware of this. You've not wanted to change this at all. And you've been trying to upseat me since season one. 
when you just thought I was too ill and frail to run the company. And I, I did feel myself sort of siding with Logan being like, yeah, you actually really are ungrateful. Like Logan, obviously we got to talk about the, the, the waiter that, that died in season mm. one. This is the first time the show's really overtly addressed the elephant in the room. And we've yeah. been waiting for this for a long time now. And he really just came out and said it. Like I covered up your involvement in someone's death. Alan, Ad, you, Alan Do- Alex Dodd, Alex Dodd's death. Is that, is that his name? Yes. Yeah. I think that's his name. He said, I covered this up for you and you still want to like bury me. Like, it, it, you know, like how dare Kendall sort of kind of behave the way he did in a way. It feels with Kendall's plastic Jesus act, that's what they've been calling him throughout the series, is this idea of uh, that he is virtuous and he's he's a game changer and that he's he is the future. It always feels as if he crowdsourced that from mm-hmm. Twitter because there was a very specific point. I think it was around the point when, you know, Barry Schneider PR were, you know, taken on, that they're kind of reading these things, you know, good tweet, bad tweet. And the good mm. tweets, we all know what Twitter's like. It's, you know, pe- the good ones are great. The good ones that were, this guy is really changing, the, he's changing the world, he's pushing, he's, he, you know, he's, he's blah, 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 blah. And, and, and Kendall thinks that, but he did get that off Twitter. I don't yeah. think he's got one single thing up his sleeve that he's done. In fact, everything yeah. he's done for the entire series has been, shady you know suddenly you know playing rape me really loudly (laughs) through a stereo (laughs) isn't really helping anybody no shouting fuck the patriarchy at a black tie dinner these are the only things he's really done it was an episode of wash with metaphors you know the 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 water is still clearly part of kendall's life um you know as you pointed out grace he ended he ended season one in the bath and he, yeah. he started season three in the bath and now he ended this episode face down in, um, in a swimming pool, obviously as a direct link to, to Logan's kind of real kind of twist in the knife. How long do you think he was sucking up? How long do you think he was sucking water for two minutes, mm. three minutes? That must've been awful, which was just a, such a that really line. evil kind of evil It's almost kind of. unspeakable, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's an unspeakable thought. But he knew, but like he always the writers knew. Just, yeah. The writers just got into the thing that you would torture yourself yeah, with. You know, because, it wasn't, because you think, he wouldn't you know, torture about his family and no. all these things. What you would think about was how long did he know he was going to die? Logan's the only one that sinned Kendall in that state, if you remember in the drawing room at the, the, the Scottish, you know, the wedding at the end of season one, when Kendall broke down, when he, when he kind of said, I've got this for you, you're going to go to rehab and you're going to do this and you're going to do that. And Kendall kind of like turned into the kind of 12 year old boy and kind of shook and cried. Mm. Logan knew from then on in, right, this is how I get him. And he's just waited. He's just bided his time. Well, they didn't leave him in rehab very long. I, I think no. that's the whole point that, you know, that, that how long was he there before? Was some guy, just some strange Icelandic man turned up. Someone came and picked him up, didn't they? Yeah. Was Kendall, okay, question for both of you. What was Kendall doing there? Was he trying to, t- was he doing that thing that you did as a kid and kind of held your breath and see how long you can hold your breath for? Was he, where Where was his head then, Chris? I, I think he was just, I think he was really pissed and I think he was pissed as in UK pissed or as in UK pissed as in like he'd had a few beers by the pool because he's got nothing else to do and he's literally flopped in I mean I think that the parallels with Logan asking him earlier in the episode how long do you think he was breathing before he started sucking in water I think Maybe it's at the the forefront of Kendall's mind at that point, but I I think it's a bit of a, I think this whole cliffhanger is a bit of a false start. I think Mm. he'll be all it, because all it takes is for one of his kids to come back to get their iPad, dad's face down. They can get him out in minutes. And I do think, yeah, I'm I'm not sure how to read it. I'd love to know what you two think as well. I think you'd like to think that even in his standing in the Roy family, there would still always be someone watching them. You know, there'd always yeah. be an assistant or a housekeeper or a pool guy, or they'd always then they're, they're never truly alone, are they? Well, no, no. I mean, I, I, I 
disagree with both of you and I think that I don't I don't know anything at all I haven't done a lot of snooping around the internet to try and work out whether he's whether Kendall that's the end of the road for him but what I instinctively feel that is that if it was it's been perfectly set up hasn't it it you know it feels much it all the signifiers we've had over the last few episodes it feels much more in keeping that he's been slowly dozing himself up with painkillers and drugs and whatever and he's been drinking continually glasses of wine here and there and he's got into the pool and he's going to have one of those seedy rich person's deaths that you hear about you know when they fly their helicopters into the side of mountains or they end up in paparazzi chases or they just die in swimming pools and Mm. it to me it felt like it and if it was it, it it feels more fitting for that to be the end of his storyline, what I thought I was watching was him nodding out like we all can when we've had a few drinks and he's got his beer. And when the beer bottle started to float, for me, I thought that's the moment. That's the moment where he's now starting to inhale water exactly like that boy. Mm. Um, and I think it was interesting that I don't think it was suicide. I think it was misadventure. Mm. And if it was misadventure, yeah. isn't that exactly what? The other Alex, I forget the 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 waiter's name. Alex Dodds. Isn't that what Alex yeah. died? Or was it? Wasn't that meant to be misadventure? That was why they defined it because yeah. he had he was in, intoxicated when he died. They yeah. they put it down to that, I think. And yeah. to your point, thematically, it is kind of perfect because there is a sense of where's he going to go next. He's finally had his confessional with his dad. He's mm. he's. He's not even trying to himself. bluster anymore. Yeah. He's saying, I just want out. I don't even want to come to your funeral. I don't even want to inherit anything. And obviously it, it doesn't seem like he was trying to take his life, um, which is something we were talking about earlier before we recorded. But I do think he learned in this episode that as long as he is a Roy and as long as he is alive, he's always going to be in that family and taking his life would get him away from his father. That's the seems to be the only way. Mm. And I sort of thought there was something kind of interesting in that. Chris, you are so good at snooping around the internet. So getting away from the actual scene in the pool, what do you mm. think that you know? Do you, I mean, I've heard that, um, what is the actor called? The name has gone Jeremy completely Strong. My Jeremy, the wonderful Jeremy Strong. Somebody was saying to, today that Jeremy Strong has got lots of very, very good prestige acting roles um, mm. lined up. Um, yeah. Other people have said that, you know, he you know, he was, if this was just his story arc, it's not as if he would be kind of saying, well, I don't yeah. understand. I need to mm. be in this because it's like he keeps himself as an actor. Yeah. Yeah. He's very yeah. method, well, keeps he, himself away. Maybe he, he delivered such an amazing performance all the way through this because he kept himself away from all the other actors and he ultimately knew he was going to yeah. die in a, in a pool at the end yeah. of this episode. I, I feel strongly that this could be the end just because just because I think that, that for the storyline, which is what they're so faithful to, the writers, it will be electric if mm. they have to. Every single one of those siblings is going to have to live with how they've treated him for the last few yeah. months. Jamie, what, what do you think about I this? I think, well... Go on. Obviously, I don't, I don't know anything. I've not spoken to anyone about it. All, all I can surmise is that, you know, he clearly you know if you've read any kind of like the profile pieces on jeremy strong uh of which there are some crackers there's a great one in new york the michael shulman one that dropped two hours before uh the episode yeah. went out yesterday which i think in and of itself is fascinating yeah um the timing of that. revealed i think said a lot about his kind of standing about it. it's clearly extremely exhausting to him to play kendall and yeah as a byproduct of that, it seems to be pretty exhausting for everybody else on the cast and on the crew, you know, to, to kind of, I guess, enable him to be Kendall Roy. I think it's a bit, a bit Kit Harrington-y kind of like mm. fucking how, how can the show exist without Jon Snow slash Kendall Roy? And I think what this, and there's, there was a really good, article just which pointed out that this felt very much like how would the Roy's cope without Kendall? And mm. and the answer is and, and I mean not in a kind of in a kind of a plot point kind of way, but in, in just like the show. Because even mm. without Kendall's um storyline, 
you've got an incredible kind of episode there you know, with, with, mm. with the dick pic, with Shiv and Tom, you've got, you've got all this stuff going on anyway. I think the, the, the reluctance to kill off someone like Kendall was, would have still been there in season two. I, th- I wonder where else he can go. I don't think there's anything yeah. left for Kendall to do. And I, and I, I, I think it would be, it would be cheesy for him to kind of have a complete, I think to have a complete turn on a sixpence and kind of like, get off the, you know, swim to the edge of the pool, dust himself off and go and see Alexander Skarsgård and c- pull a deal out of mm. their bag and just turn up at the wedding and go, no, wait, I've got gold, Joe. Mm. It's my way or the highway. And then, then Logan's like, Ugh! you know, I, I think that would, that would be a bit naff. I th- you know. Nobody ever said, I tell you what, Game of Thrones really improved when Jon Snow came back from the dead yeah. and started turning up at places going, oh, I almost died, <laughs> or whatever it was, you know. Oh, everyone just... would be like, yeah, remember when your heart stopped and they'd yeah. go, what was that about? And he's like, shh. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm legally obliged to just to say I love Game of Thrones and every single <laughs> sentence. The, what I would say, Succession <laughs> is not a sensationalist show. And I think a, a big plot point being one of the main characters dies and everyone has to sort of start reacting. I, I don't know, in the same way that we don't have to watch them go through a pandemic, I don't know if I want to watch, like, what does it look like when Shiv's grieving? Like, it just sounds like it's almost like from another show. I don't think you could write a, a script where suddenly Shiv is lost in grief. I loved her this week when she decided to call into the meeting because she, and I thought, oh God, she's really turned a corner. She's decided she's going to, you know, dial back from this yeah. uh, slightly evil shift. And then within about four scenes, she's like, right, <laughs> <laughs> back it, back at it. To your point, Grace, is he kind of booked and busy? I mean, a lot of the cast have done things between two and three, like Nicholas Braun did Zola, Jeremy Strong did Trial of the Chicago 7. I think this, the schedule is not so mad that they couldn't fit stuff in around it. And, and also, to, just to clarify, that it, he, would have, he would have been signed up for every season of this. He'd have been locked in. It did make me think, though, that I could see the show just doing one more season. I've always thought they'd do five, but the way that this, the, the character's gone so far... Part of me goes, yeah, what do you do for two seasons? Is it one more season left and we kind of tie it all up? I mean, I could sort of see it, but in, to, to your point, Jamie, what, is, what do we do with him? I mean, I think the show will always find storylines that put people in certain positions. I mean, Roman sort of going to like a, an embassy in the UAE and sort of being hostage taken at one point, that sort of came out of nowhere and yeah, it sort of made sense and... I think there's there's definitely mileage in a lot of things to go, especially um, the presidential thing. The presidential thing, definitely, and I think this Gojo thing yes. has sort of become something else from last week. Last week it was about acquiring it, and Skarsgård has played this card this week and said, "Actually, we're worth just as much, and we need to merge," which is huge. Like. In mm. corporate terms, this is AOL, Time Warner, Diet Pepsi, Cola. And that always goes so well. Yeah. <laughs> and it actually, we talked about this quite a, a few episodes ago now. We keep thinking about who are they going to absorb to become big. And one of the things that would be fascinating is what if they get absorbed? Yeah. What if Skarsgård's company goes, no, actually, you you join us and... That means all the board seats that Waystar have. Logan was quite into that idea, wasn't he? He was quite, he was yeah. surprisingly amenable. Plot-wise, I instinctively want Kendall to be dead because, and I know that's macabre, but plot-wise, yeah. I almost want them all to see what was going on in front of their eyes, that they were all so lost in power and hype and the pursuit of whatever it is that they need or want, that they all contributed to that. And I almost want to see that, you know, from a kind of a satisfying point of view. And also I'm kind of done with watching, you know, Kendall turn up like a ghost in places. And, you know, he's just a ghoul now, isn't he? Mm -hmm. Who kind of turns up and hovers in the background of places and goes, oh, where's my father? Oh, you've got to get out. Oh, I need to see my father. There's no, we, what's, what's left for him to do? So interesting. Yeah. I, I, if, if that was going to happen, he'd have, wouldn't he have kind of like 
left something to take Logan down in flames. He'd have framed Logan. To, he'd have framed it to make make it look like Logan had killed him. That would be well. The, the the what I learned from the podcast that was sniffing around wanting to talk about the um the death of that yeah. of the boy was that that is beginning to gain traction. Yeah. The other thing is, I kind of wondered if the the shaved head, the rebought, there's a lot of repentance and a lot of like guilt. And I I had this idea earlier, which was, what if what if he confesses? Yes. What if he confesses to the family, or what if he what if goes he just on the went podcast? To the police? What yes. if he goes on the podcast? And I he's thought like, he was going to say, "I'll do that." Because the way that he can be free of his father's, you know, what his father did for him is if he it stops being a secret and he oh goes. Maybe God. he's already done it. Maybe. Wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah. If, Maybe if, he's if already done it. The, rather than the press conference from last season, it's him Just sitting down in. and going, this is what happened and I'm going to turn myself in. Because in prison, he's almost as free from his father as he's ever going to be oh, alive. Good. That's a good one. You're, hang on, you're right. He could just, that could be the closing part. Safest, you know, Tom Tom has been researching all the prisons. Next thing you know, <laughs> just picked Ken up goes folder. to the nice yeah. prison with the Jewish rending machine. Call me Jesse Armstrong if you're listening. <laughs> we've got one episode left. Uh, all throughout this series of The Boardroom, we've been kind of like trying to pick what ending. I, I dread to, we will before, um, before we start next week's go back and listen to what we all said at the beginning of episode one oh i can God. guarantee it won't be anything which is testament to testament already to, atrocious testament to jesse i think uh, tom was definitely in prison greg was god knows what greg was we haven't discussed greg greg kind of disappointed he disappeared off the face yeah. of the earth um we did, certainly didn't didn't plan for a lot of what happened what is our best guess at next week's finale Grace Dunn. I am going to shamelessly um, attach myself to a, an excellent theory that Chris came up with <laughs> about 70 seconds ago, which is that, yeah, I think that if, if Kendall has survived, I think that what Kendall needs to be, needs to, he needs to be cleansed. And I think he needs to confess. <gasps> he just needs to walk into a police station or he does, he goes on a podcast, he sits down with them and he says, I did it. I mean, I can't, I can't come up with anything else on the fly. This Chris late. has got theories <laughs> coming out of his ears, though. I, Chris, you're I so good at this. I, what I would say to just to sort of reinforce that is, I think this show is about Logan and Kendall. Yeah. It's that relationship, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not about all the kids. It's about Logan and Ken. And so I think every season we're seeing elements of that relationship and it only stands to reason that this this thing about the the waiter the bus boy it has to come out soon because it's the only way there's going to be something new you know they can't have that conversation again like they've had it now so i think something along those lines i mean i thought what did i say last week shiv was going to get fired tom's going to be president shiv's pregnant they get divorced <laughs> we all um, kind of thought that ultimately there's room for them just all to be sitting around the same mm. table yeah. in that boardroom in the final scene. Has there been a trailer for next week? Have we seen a trailer? I haven't seen it. Are we allowed? You know what I'm like. You know what I'm like. Of course. Of course <laughs> I will. Will it, will it be spoiler? Will it be spoilery to talk about it? Um, I guess it would. It, well, it, I guess it reveals whether Kendall's alive or dead, doesn't it? Well, it doesn't. Oh, actually, he's not in the trailer. So. Okay, oh. Chris, was the wedding happening? Still the wedding. Oh. Yeah. Okay, right. But then he maybe he hadn't been found. Oh no, he would have been found. Because it, I mean, I <laughs> I know some oh. people that don't watch the trailer at all, and I'm like, how can you not? But um one thing I would like to speculate on for the finale is is Tom and Shiv. And there was a line in this episode that Caroline said, which we've already referenced, which is that Logan likes to kick you to see if you come back. And that is exactly what Shiv does with Tom. And what I would love to see is Tom to sort of break that and not come back. Yeah. Yes. Whether that involves her going, him going, I just, it, again, like last season, they were breaking up on that little inlet. They were sort of having their argument. Nothing's improved. Um, I would love to see Tom reclaim some some uh, some agency. He's such a sweetheart. I just. I mean, I he is a sweetheart, Chris. He is a sweetheart. But when he refused sex because he said that it would be pointless, like throwing cake batter. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought 
May like that that would be the last thing that anyone said to me. And then (laughs) and then for her to turn around and for this for her to turn around this time and just look him and say, Oh, but you know, I don't love you, but I love you. And I thought "Mm, that's her talking dirty, is like okay, (laughs) right. This is over. Ring a lawyer now. We've got a week to go before the finale succession and finale of this boardroom it's, it's tense do join us do let us know what you think uh, at previous have we been invited to the HBO C-suite to watch the final episode or is there is that is that what's happening I don't know, I don't know. no I didn't, I didn't like no. it didn't even happen for Game of Thrones mate it's all about the premieres with HBO who knows they did a irrelevant to this uh, podcast they did do a good thing in after season two at the Prince Charles Oh, that's right. I did, didn't I? Well, I, I went all the way to West London. I certainly haven't been invited. Um, right. See you next week. Head down, bum up. Bye <laughs> <laughs> bye. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.